Alright, welcome back to another episode of That Dangerous Truth. And uh, it's been a while. A lot has changed, but it really hasn't. As you can see, the agenda is the same. Dressed in many different disguises. And if you're awake, and you've been listening to some of my podcasts, nothing should surprise you. And, uh, you can see a, a new episode of the latest shit show, the so-called elections, where you see all the dummies go and put their name on a piece of paper for their, their hero, the blue team or the red team, and then they get to fight over that for a while, and then here in about another six months, year, two years down the line, they... Wonder why shit hadn't changed and it just keeps getting fucking worse. And they voted for the good guy and he still hasn't done anything. But yeah, but uh, that's not what this is about. I wanted to talk about uh, uh, five G and all this vaccine and everything. How it's gonna? Because a lot of people are confused, and I really didn't get into this part. And um, the part I want to get into is about the 5G and how it's marketed to the sheeple. It's marketed to the masses as fast internet, so easy connectivity. You can get rapid internet, so you'll never be down. You know, you can always, you know, be on the go and download your movies and games and music at a snap of a, of a finger and uh, I couldn't be further from the truth because if if you would have paid attention and a lot of people don't do they don't really pay attention but some of us do and uh, some of us ask questions and we wonder why certain things happen and uh, I think it happened probably Probably two years ago, right when they started talking about the 5G and started, you know, preparing people for what's coming. And I started realizing that the service on my telephone was getting worse and worse and worse. And it didn't matter which one I went to because I went to all of them. And uh, when I used to drive over the road as a truck driver, which I'm local now, but... I I had Sprint when I first started, and I didn't have that very long. Got off of that because I could make phone calls from anywhere in the country. Phone connectivity was was really good, but internet wasn't. And I was always just trying to stream music and listen to music while I was driving, or whenever I stopped at a truck stop for the night to crash, watch a watch a few videos or watch a movie or something. Couldn't really do it, so. uh I switched to uh, Verizon and uh, got really good service for a while. Uh, pretty much everywhere I went, except for places like Wyoming and parts of Washington, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, even AT&T I had for a little while was really good. And back then T-Mobile was really terrible. They had decent internet, but 
you couldn't make a phone call from anywhere. And uh, as years have gone by, the internet and the connectivity has just gotten bad. You know, and you see how they're pushing 5G, oh, 5G the connectivity. You know, T-Mobile's always on the fucking television talking about how good their internet is. And Verizon, historically, has been the best for a long time as far as as internet and connectivity and just being the best overall phone service forever. I mean, they they were the most expensive for a reason. I mean, AT&T was a little behind and T-Mobile, I can't quite remember where they came from. I think they used to be called something else, but now they're supposed to be the best or whatever. And uh, There's a reason for the internet speeds on the cellular phones and the connectivity, the, the wireless, not not the home internet, because the home internet's actually gotten faster with, you know, gigabit internet and all that, but it's because the, uh, I don't know, if you can, antennas or whatever the fuck you want to call them, and the little things they have on the cell towers, they're not, the things that they're putting up for this 5G is not for the cellular connection. The things they're putting up for the 5G is is for to connect the people with their graphene oxide, their chips, or whatever you want to call it, whenever they want to connect them to the grid, and for you know the electric self-driving cars and trucks and uh, all the monitoring and uh, the transactions and everything because what. The intermediate and ultimate goal is to for people not to carry around cell phones and they they're everywhere telling you about it um, I I keep getting them mixed up but that that little fecal matter the guy that runs Pfizer and and uh, another tech guy and they were in an interview and asking them uh, what do you think technology is going to be in a few years? And they were already talking about, you know, 6 and 7G and that uh, cellular phones and uh, handheld devices are going to be the thing of the past. And it's going to be basically implanted in us. So what it's going to be is it's not even going to be glasses. It's going to be basically in your brain. So you wouldn't even have to. And this is what I think it would be, and I don't know if it's going to be in my generation or my child's, my kid's generation or whatever, but the ultimate goal is and to have it to where whenever you want to make a phone call to somebody, all you would have to do is think about it. You wouldn't have to push buttons. You wouldn't have to say nothing. You would just mentally think in your head, hey, I want to make a phone call, and then the phone call would be made, and then to communicate with the person on the other end, you wouldn't even have to open your mouth. You wouldn't have to say anything. Your thoughts from your mind would be read by the chip or the process. The processor would translate your thoughts across wirelessly to the person on the other end you're talking to, and they would receive it. So you're communicating through basically thoughts, and it's not even, you know, words out of your mouth. So so, and that's part of what's going on now with the communication thing is you can tell, 
you know, with the COVID hoax and everything, they did their six feet of distance. Everybody was scared to be around each other. Then they didn't want to talk to anybody because they had all their face diapers on. And the communication got real bad between people. And people aren't wired like that. People are meant to interact with other human beings. We're meant to speak to other human beings. We're meant to, you know, interact and, and do things with other people, activities and communication. That's the way we're meant to be. So they fractured that really big time. And then with the separation of, of people and the six feet of distance and keeping people home and, and uh, doing all, uh, you know, not meeting in person, but talking on your tablet, doing uh, video calls to your family members, you know, because you, you didn't want to take the invisible enemy over there and get your grandma sick and all that. So that that's all part of the conditioning and breaking people's psyche down to get used to the to not being in front of someone and speaking to them. It's slowly been a transition already from cellular phones talking to somebody and then, then the creation of FaceTime and video calling and then text messages. So it was already there breaking down the communication of person-in-person in person communication. And that's why they're also creating that uh, thing to where I, was, I don't know, some kind of hologram basically where if you wanted to make a presentation as a CEO or something, you can have your hologram projected in a conference call or even, for example, if, you know, you were somebody famous that was a singer and you were performing a concert and there was a crowd in front of you, you wouldn't have to show up. Your hologram would do it and you could just do it from the confines of your own home, you know, or... You know, like I said, a CEO or an office person projecting themselves uh, in the office or even the homes of the people that worked at home. All of this is designed to destroy the communication of humans, which once the communication is finally destroyed to a certain point, then we come, we, we become irritable towards each other and the communication is negative. So it's a negative energy. So everything turns into negative energy. And then that that's that goes on to the next step of putting people into the metaverse. Because there's going to be a large portion of people in that metaverse. And that's another thing to destroy communication between people. Because you're not interacting with somebody face to face. You're interacting with them through... Your pers persona that's in the metaverse. So, for example, if you're somebody that, you know, is is a CEO or vice president of a company and then you get in the metaverse and you're a freak that likes to dress up as a <laughs> transgender and, you know, do some BDS&M bullshit, you know, whatever it may be. So now you're communicating as that. And it's not the same communication that you would have with somebody on a daily basis, whether it be at your job or at home with your family. And another example of that is a movie, if you've never seen a movie called Surrogate. 
I think it's surrogate or surrogates. With Bruce Willis in it. If you haven't seen that, that's a and it's way before its time. I can't remember when it came out, but it's it's an older movie. <laughs> but it's way ahead of its time a little truth in plain sight, but that's that's what I see coming and that's what I see now with this 5G and now you're starting to hear about the 60 because forever we didn't we had 3G around and we didn't hear about 4G like it took forever to get from 3G to 4G but it didn't seem like as long to get to 4G to 5G and now we're not even into 5G all the way yet and they're starting to talk about 6G so you you can see how fast everything's moving and a lot of people don't get it but 5G isn't anything new it's the same little receivers, satellites, or not satellites, but the little receptors they put on the cellular towers, except for they're a lot closer together because the distance of reception isn't as long as like a 3G or 2G. Like 2G would reach way further, but it was really slow. It's kind of like AM radio. AM radio can reach way further than FM, but FM was louder and more clear. And the quality was a lot better, but it just didn't go as far as AM. That's the same thing with this internet. Cellular internet doesn't go very far. They have to put more closer together. And what a lot of people don't see, and what I was wondering how they was going to do it, because I didn't see any possible way for them to put one of those, because realistically for that to be accomplishable, for everyone to have 5G in the city and everywhere, they would literally have to go through the light poles and run a bunch of those and put them, I don't know, for example, 100 feet. Every 100 feet, you'd have to have one of those. And I kept wondering, I said, man, that's going to be so much money. I, I mean, that's going to cost so much. And it's going to take so many resources and so many people and so much stuff. But the thing that was missing that they're doing now is they're using street lights and putting the 5G into the street lights. That's what a lot of those blue street lights are, the blue and purple street lights that you see that are really bright. And they're they're meant to cook you and fry you and destroy your eyes, but also not every single one, but a lot of them have 5G antennas inside of them. Because I seen a, a video of a, a guy that I think he was the one putting the, the lights in the street lights. When the street lights went out, he would go and open them up and replace them. And he he brought one home because he seen the sticker on it. And these LED lights are not supposed to consume a lot of power. That was the whole push for LED even though LEDs destroy your your eyes they're so bad for your eyes and your body basically they're not good but he seen the voltage output on these or what it took to power this and he he was really baffled by it because he knew that the LED light itself didn't take that kind of voltage and he opened it up and I had a big old 
I had a sign, I had a sticker inside there that said 5G, and you open it up and it had like a solenoid looking thing that was basically like a cellular antenna. But it looked kind of weird, but it was a, like a little solenoid for 5G. And he went on to explain on how that, that, that is why that those things are sucking up so much power. And that's why they have to go to the LEDs. Because if they keep these halogen or whatever lights they are and put the 5G in those, it's going to consume so much power that it's going to be, it's going to just take up too much power. It's not sustainable. So, that's, that's what's going on is this 5G, 6G, 7G, whatever the fuck they're doing next is, it's not for us. It's not for our connectivity on our cellular phones because if it was, we and I'm not—I know I'm not the only one that's. The service is worse now than it was years ago, and there's no reason for that to be happening other than, it's. I mean, I think that part's unintended, because. Uh, the 5G that they're putting in to, to. For the infrastructure for what they want and the 5g like i said first and foremost it's for them to 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 set up their um um what do you call it i like a spy grid or uh to watch us and to for ai ai grid basically exactly what it is whether it's uh Tracking and tracing, or uh, it's basically connectivity for the people because when they, you know, give them those shots, that's why so many people took those shots. They had to have so many people take shots and they put the graphene oxide in there. And I still think that the graphene oxide is, it's a conductor. If you look up graphene oxide, it's a, it's a conductor and it's, it's meant for connectivity and charge. So, basically, like I was saying in my past episodes about uh, CRISPR-Cas9 and things like that, that the graphene oxide is way more intelligent and way more productive than any chip could do. That's why they went to that. And that's where a lot of these Christians and and brainless twats are getting caught up because they think that you need to be chipped to be connected to the mainframe. And that can be further from the truth. Because a chip, I'm sure they got chips now, they could do it. But a chip in the sense that small like that, you know, you could put in a human being and send a message to that chip. But with graphene oxide, you can send the message to the graphene oxide, have the nanobots, have the self-assembling, which what that is, is in the vaccine, carry out an order that has been sent to it. And then once the order is complete, the nano will report back as completed. It's almost like a three-way compared to that chip being a one-way. So you just tell the chip something, and it, it might do it, okay, too. But 
it doesn't self-assemble. You know, it might be able to move around. They have chips that actually have legs on them and they could, like robots. But with this nanotechnology, you, you put it in people and you can send it to any part of the body you want and have it assemble to a chip like a motherboard. So it goes in like a liquid and you send it messages so it can relocate somewhere and assemble as a motherboard, which in turn is basically the command center for the the messaging. And that's what makes it so powerful. And a lot of people are missing and nobody's talking about this. You you I'm the only one talking about this in depth like this. There ain't nobody else talking about how this graphene oxide works. They, the only thing you hear is, oh, it's graphene oxide, it's a metal, it causes blood clots, and, you know, it causes health issues. Yeah, it causes cancer and all that. But that's not why they put it, put it in people. So, but yeah, I just wanted to come on and talk about how this 5G isn't anything about cellular phones because... When it comes down to it, the cellular phone here soon is going to be extinct. You know, having a cell phone in five years is going to be like somebody walking around now with a fucking flip phone. It, you know, very few companies are going to support the fucking thing. And nobody's going to have them. Because everybody's going to be, you know, connected to the mainframe. And they're either going to, you know, more likely... A lot of them are just going to have, have the interface inside of them. And that's literally what it'll be. You'll have the interface inside of you. So whenever you're ready, you can have it pulled up into your retina. So, yeah, that's that's where we're headed. And, I mean, I don't see any slowdown or any fight of it at all. And they just keep on coming out with all these distractions with... You know, these sports figures doing dumb shit and these transgender fucking singers and fucking other shit that's going on. And then they got this other sport they call election going on where these fucking idiots on the red team fight the fucking idiots on the blue team. And talk about how their team's better than the other team. And, you know, one team's racist and the other team's fucking bunch of faggots. And it's just... Man, it never stops. The bread and circus never stops. The distraction never stops. People ain't never going to wake up. And I talked about how... And I've had... And I've had some of this stuff... Timeline. And I mentioned before that... My timeline might be off. But I did mention about how they're going to fuck around with the weather. And you can see that, man. They, Man, they're doing a well of a job with this fucking weather. With what they did through hurricane season. And that shit don't look like it's over. And what they're going to be doing with this fucking snow and ice in winter. It's just. I'm not looking forward to it. Not looking forward to it. And then. They're scaring people. There's one thing people need to realize. is <laughs> They're trying to scare people with this. Fuel, and they did. They did it earlier with the unleaded. Talk about, oh, we're running out of gas and all this bullshit, and then that fucking thing 
it ran out of steam real quick. And now they're talking about how, oh, we got two weeks worth of diesel fuel and all that. That's the biggest fucking lie in human history, man. I drive a fucking semi-truck for a living. We've never had any fucking problems getting any fucking fuel. And what they're doing now, I'm glad I thought about that right now because I got something else I wanted to talk about that I didn't intend on talking about. And I don't know if anybody that's listening has seen this. But I did not see this two years ago before this pandemic started because if you remember, it was, I think it was in 2021, last year when, when they, you know, all this shit was going on and they were saying, oh, we're running out of this, we're running out of that, and a lot of shit was hard to get, and, you know, and, uh. What I'm seeing now is because I work for a place that delivers bread. I drive a semi and I take bread to the to warehouses and then they divvy the bread from the warehouses out to the grocery stores and department stores. And and uh, I don't eat the shit really. Very rarely do I eat it because bread's fucking dog shit. But um, I do take some of those because they even do where I'm at they do uh, cupcakes and shit like that, and I would take some of that to, uh, the neighbor kids, and, uh, a few people that I know, and, uh, I so happened to check the other day, I don't remember when it was, it had been a couple months, at the ingredients, because, you know, we're, we're always getting new shit, you know, and you can just tell, I was like, man, I wonder what the fuck's in this nasty shit. And looking, and every single one of the fucking dessert cakes that are here, the, the frosted donuts, the powdered donuts, all of it. When you look at the ingredients list, at the bottom of the ingredients list, it says contained bioengineering food ingredient. Now, I don't, I don't remember, you know, even two years ago, ever seeing anything that said bioengineered food ingredient and you can look at it i've even looked at it in the stores macaroni and fucking cheese has it a bunch of fucking food has it man the hamburger helper fucking has it you know i i'm just interested to know if anybody knows how when did they start doing this shit and my thing is i think what had happened was is they they pushed they if you notice they were doing the shit where they were killing all the cows and uh, destroying all the fucking milk and burning crops and doing all that shit and burning those food plants and all that and while they were saying they had a shortage of things what they they did was they purposely did that but to make up for it because that went away real quick you know the shortage oh there are no short you know the short, the so-called shortage went away real quick. So instead of you know going short, they just that's when they introduced this bioengineered food. You know, so now that they they're not going to run out. And even shit simple like the cinnamon bread, like cinnamon bread has that fucking shit in it. I didn't see it in any of the other bread like the buns and regular sandwich bread. 
But I said, I've seen it in the cinnamon bread and all the fucking pastries. All the fucking pastries have it. You know, and I, I would very rarely eat the shit. You know, every now and then I have like a little something. But, man, I'm never fucking touching that shit again. Never. And I would never give it to my kids. Now, I, I don't even take it to give it to the neighbor kids anymore. I don't give it to fucking nobody. I don't even touch that shit no more. And, man, I tell you, two days a week we get that cake, and that shit fucking sells like hotcakes, man. It makes me wonder, bioengineer, does that have nanotechnology in it, too? Does that have the graphene oxide? Because, um, I don't know if anybody else knows about this, either, that when they showed a, uh, a future for, what is it called, sustainability... And they were talking about what they wanted to do with these farms. And it showed these. There were indoor greenhouses. And they were growing. Where they were growing lettuce. And all the greenery. They were growing for you know vegetables. And it all had nanotechnology. It all had graphene oxide. And nanotechnology. So I. I you know that makes you wonder if. You know, this bioengineered food, does it have nanotech in it? You know. And I even think that the shit they spray in the fucking sky has nanotechnology in it. Because it lands right on the crops and everything we eat. You know, even when it rains on us, all that shit gets on us. But, that's not... That's kind of like... When these fucking idiots were talking about that bullshit, that snake venom bullshit being in the fucking water. You know, if you got eyes to see and ears to hear, as soon as you heard that, you should have 100% known that that was bullshit. And it's very, it's, it's so easy to debunk. Being on the side note that supposedly, okay, so, so even if they did put snake venom in the fucking water... What the fuck is that going to do? If you drink snake venom, it might fuck your stomach up. You might get a stomach ache from it. But you're not going to get the same effect as if a snake fucking biting you because it gets into your bloodstream. And that's the thing people don't get. All this nanotechnology and shit, yeah, it could fuck us up. It's not good for us. It could absorb, you know, into our bodies. But for the ultimate goal of what they want and what they need to achieve to get us all connected, it has to be injected directly into us. And the only way they can do it is to pretend by a false pandemic. So, yeah. It's just a short one and I wanted to talk about that. And, and that's why when they unravel this shit, it looks so sloppy. And to this day, I, just, I mean, I guess I can't understand because I drive a semi-truck and I'm out here driving. And I've been driving for years. And uh, driving to me is very simple. It's not hard. It's it's like tying your shoes in the morning for when you go to work. Or, you know, putting your shoes on. It's so fucking simple and monotonous. Uh... When 
I get on these roads every day. I mean, it, perfect condition, sunny, 80 degrees, nice, no wind, no nothing. People are fucking wrecking left and right. I mean, like today it was fucking raining. The whole fucking shit show shuts down, man. And that just shows me everything I need to know as far as the intelligence of the people in this fucking world. Because to me, driving is one of the most simple fucking things in this world to do. It's just, it's just not hard. Unless you're sitting on ice and a bunch of snow, then it becomes a little difficult, yes. Not super easy to drive in the snow. But we're talking about just day-to-day -day routine driving with perfect under perfect conditions and people can't even do that so one should not be surprised that somebody would volunteer to take something that has never been injected into a human ever in the history of mankind without a doubt without even asking questions or even doubting it they would run and take it you know and we were always told that you know there was no cure for viruses. So, A, if you already were sick or getting ready to be sick, you were taught that nothing can cure a fucking virus, so why the fuck would you take it after you're already sick or whatever? You know? And then anybody that has a, a functioning brain box would know that any kind of chemical like that you're not supposed to be putting in the human being body but we live in a society to where you know putting chemicals in the human body is the norm you know I'm not saying that you know Advil or Tylenol or pain medication doesn't help but that's something you take once or twice and quit fucking taking it the people that take these diabetic medicine high blood pressure cancer medicine high you know, depression, whatever it may be, if you're taking daily pills for fucking bullshit, the human body was not meant for that. That's why once you take it, and you're taking it over, I don't know what the period would be, let's just say, for example, two weeks, well, then your body becomes dependent on it. And if you get off of it, you could possibly get sick and become in bad condition because your body has become accustomed to having that chemical inside of your body and tri tripping some kind of signal in your brain to tell you that this pill's here to make you feel better. Just lay down and listen. Just, you know, hang out. So, yeah, I mean, that's about all I wanted to say was that this 5G, 6G, whatever the hell it's going to be next, isn't for us. It's not for our cell phones. So I wouldn't be surprised to see if, you know, the cell server gets even worse. Because right now, I mean, I've got, my cell service is fucking terrible. And I pay a lot of money for my cell service. But it's fucking terrible. So, and I guess we'll, uh, See what happens next. Even though I don't know exactly what's going to happen next. I mean. Every time they run out of fuel. They've always got that fake war in Ukraine. To 
to fall back on and anybody that's paying attention to this to that should know what the fuck's going on the United States and other fucking countries have sent that shithole so much fucking money and they're not even fighting a fucking war what's going on over there is that's the testing ground for the social social credit score that's what they're doing in Ukraine they're making it to where nobody can move or do a fucking thing without getting that the digital ID and hooking up to the social credit score. So we'll we'll see how it unravels here because I at first I knew everybody was asleep and I I, I think I thought we had zero percent chance of ever having any kind of freedom or waking up to this and then I started seeing a couple people start to notice a few things. I'm not going to say wake up because to me waking up means that you know what's going on and you know and you're going to acknowledge it but people were starting to understand that things weren't like they were told that they were or were going to be. So then they started asking questions. But now it just seems like everybody's going back to fucking sleep because they're doing this fucking red team, blue team shit. Doing this fucking uh, celebrity bullshit every fucking other day with basketball players supposedly talking bad shit on fake Jews, the fake Germans over there in Israel and shit. It, man, it just never fucking ends. And people are never going to fucking wake up. They never are. I mean... Like I said, out of 9 billion people on this fucking earth, if there's 9 billion people, because there's 8 billion and some change probably, we'll round it up to 9 billion. If there's 9, peop- 9 billion people on the earth, I bet I, I bet no more than 200 million are a fucking wake. And that's a generous number. No more than 200 million are awake. I find it hard to believe to find 200 million people that are awake. So the ship is going down, and uh, there's really going to be nowhere to go, because once all these economies crash, it's going to be done. And it's pretty sad that the U.S. dollar ain't worth a fuck anymore, and it's still worth it's worth more than every currency in the world right now. Like, the pound and the euro has fell so far that it's actually even with the U.S. dollar now, which has never been the case. Like... The pound and the euro have always been like twice as much, two to two and a half times as much as the dollar. So they're going to push it and crash it and come and save a hoe and yeah, like they did during COVID. So we'll, we'll see who wants to wake up and who accepts it. But I'm not fucking taking none of their shit and I ain't getting enough social credit score. Oh. Um, we'll see you but yeah that's about all I got so until next time